Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Welcome into the Pigskin Preview presented by Prospects. I'm Nick Roush with Adam Luckett back for another week of college football action. We're going to be previewing all the big games, sharing some picks. And Luckett, I know you are a a big fan of the week one action and five days of football, but I actually think this weekend slate is better. Uh, Alabama, Texas. Miami, Texas A&M. Even down the line, uh, I mean, you know, Colorado, Nebraska is going to be huge on Big Noon, especially after that week one debut for the Buffs. But, like, Oklahoma SMU I think should be a decent game. Tulane on this. So we're going to talk about all the big ones. Look it, I can't get a feel for Alabama, Texas at all. Um, I, I just I, – I can't. I mean, I, I don't know which way to go. And I don't know if you can take me seriously either, but – Shoot me straight. What what are, what are we working with here? You go to Churchill Down Sportsbook once, and you come back looking like that. I, I just don't know what to do with you, you big degenerate. Uh, but I agree with you on the card. The card is better this week. We got some fun games, some fun non-conference matchups. Um, Alabama-Texas is obviously the biggest one there. I, I don't know. I could see that kind of going every way except Texas winning big. I could see um, down there at Bryant-Denny. But it's hard for me to envision Sark's team going in there and winning. Um, they didn't look great last week against Rice. A lot is riding on Quinn Ewers um, being able to throw the football. And I really like Alabama's matchup, their secondary in particular, most notably their cornerbacks. You look at Kool-Aid McKinstry, Terry and Arnold, um, and even their backups there. Um, I think they're really good at corner. I think they can match Texas's personnel strengths, which is their wide receiver group. And offensively, I think Alabama will do enough and figure it out. 
So I think we'll have a good competitive game, but I do think the tide will take care of business. Yeah, I kind of imagine that to be a low-scoring game. The Miami A&M game is the one that I'm very intrigued by, and I it's it's not on my board because I can't decide one way or the other. Um, I like uh, Texas a and is going to put a lot of pressure on Miami, who they scored on their first play on an explosive, and then they didn't do anything for three quarters. And then, uh, I mean, they averaged 6.9 yards per carry. Like, they did a lot of their workload running the football. I, I, Wegman looked good. They, they've got a lot of athletes to be able to get the ball to. But I, I just don't know if I like, – do I pay for the hook and get a minus three? Um, do I just – I'm leaning under that 51-2 because I don't think but, – but at the same time, I could, I could also see Petrino saving a bunch of stuff and lighting them up. So th- this, this one's tough for me to just pick a side. But I do ultimately think A&M is, is going to win. This is the bluegrass play caller principle. Would you rather lay points with Bobby Petrino, or would you rather take the points with Shannon Dawson? Oh man, people because that's Shannon what it's Dawson. going. Oh gosh, that's what I that game's going to come down there. to. You're going to be sitting there in the third quarter thinking, "I can't believe I'm riding Shannon Dawson here," or "Why did I just play Petrino?" So don't like to me that yeah. th- that is it's the bluegrass play caller principle. Who would you rather ride with? To me, I'd, I'd rather ride with Petrino. I think A&M yeah, yeah. goes in there and handles their business. But that yeah, won't so, that's not a pick in my column because there is a lot of unknown, I think, with both of those teams. How good is Connor Wegman? How good is Tyler Van Dyke? Mm-hmm. What do they look like against top or top-notch competition? Mm-hmm. What is you know Petrino, I think, is in the box. I think he was in the box last week, Nick, so he's just up there calling ball plays. Uh, what does it look what do they look like against a better team, a team with Legit talent, I would say Miami has. I I just don't know, and it's kind of in that gray area, right? The four, four and a half. That's weird line. You're kind of in the middle. Mm-hmm. So it, it's a stay away from me. But if I was going to play it, I'm going to the bluegrass play caller principle. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. That's all I needed was I just need a little push to get over you go. <laughs> over the edge. Um, Colorado is the ultimate, like week one to week two, you're looking for lines where people are overreacting to week one scores. Yeah. The The problem is with this is that even though I thought Nebraska did look all right, Minnesota's just offense was putrid. And they found a way to lose that game because of a bunch of red zone turnovers. So, like, I don't want to be on the public side on this, but that might be the only way to go. So, I, I – I'm. All of that public money is just scaring me away from it. So I, I would have to – I feel obligated to stay away, except for when we're playing with prize picks. I know that gambling is legalized in person, Kentucky, but prize picks is on your phone right now, everywhere. In the state of Kentucky, they're alive in 31 states, including the state of Kentucky. And when you download the prize picks app and use promo code KSR, they're going to match your deposit 100% up to 100 bucks. And if you got in on the action this weekend, I we, we made some magic on Sunday night. One thing you forget, like the way prize picks works, you select squares, you select a couple of players, and you pick more or less. So you, you even if you lose one, like I like I did Monday night, that was the winnings I had the other one because you got multiple legs. And this week, uh, they offer free squares from time to time. Not free. Dak Prescott has to get over a half passing yard in the NFL. So we're going to line that up 
with a couple of others. We're going under on Shadur Sanders' passing yards, and we're going under on Quinn Ewers' passing yards. I really like the Ewers. Shadur, I just feel like they're going to come down to earth a little bit from week one to week two. I yeah. I don't know how much, but, I mean, that Nebraska front line really got after Minnesota, and I, I, I think they'll probably be getting after Shadur. He'll be facing a lot more heat than, than TCU threw at him in week one. A couple interesting things in that matchup. Nebraska runs the three-three-five Rocky Long defense. Tony White worked for him, came from Syracuse to be Nebraska's defensive coordinator. That offense was created to stop spread offenses which is what Colorado is doing. They couldn't run the ball at all last week. They're going to pass it all around the yard. You mentioned just defensively, I think they're going to be better than TCU was. And then Styles make fights. Nebraska is going to run the football. And if you go and look at the snap counts, Nick, Colorado played like 13 players on defense last week. Mm-hmm. Like Defensive linemen were playing the entire game. Travis Hunter was ironmanning it on both sides of the football. Right. I don't know if that'll catch up to them yet, but if Nebraska can get some stops and turn this into a ground and pound right. type game, yeah. I think they're going to have the advantage. It's just but can if, they turn it into that? Can they win a one score game? Um, they still got the Scott Frost stink on them. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what that's probably what's going to happen. That's that feels like what'll happen. Um, Nebraska will probably outplay Colorado. They'll be in a position to win. Somehow they'll lose it, and Colorado the Colorado train hype train can roll on. That, that well, feels like the most likely scenario, and that's why Prize Picks is great because you don't have to like I don't have to get the final score with these conflicting styles. But I am pretty confident with Shadur Sanders going under. So download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code KSR. They're going to match your first deposit up to a hundred bucks, hundred percent. So get some money to play around with. If this ticket cashes, that's a twenty dollar bet to win a hundred. So like it, I, I I like those odds. All day, every day, especially with the free square. So download the app. Not only do they have NFL, I mean, they've got all of the games on there, baseball, you name it. It's available with prize picks. Um, like it, it's time. I think our picks will cover the other big games of the week. So let's go ahead and get into it. Um, I mentioned one off the top, so I'm just going to go ahead and start, even though you do have a better record than I right now. But I'm chasing a team that lost – for me last week. Tulane, they really put it on South Alabama. Uh, the and, and Pratt, 14-15, 294 yards, four touchdowns. I know that South Alabama had some turnovers that really cost them in that second half, but they've got a very hungry dog mentality. They're going into Ole Miss feeling confident. They still got that chip on What's their shoulder. Tulane? Oh, well, hell, even better. Um, that, that's where I got it twisted. But – I, I just – Ole Miss, their last six games against the Power Five, they're one and five, and that one win was a three-point victory over Texas A&M, a bad Texas A&M team last year. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to keep it kind of simple. Some of it's chasing, but I also just – I trust Pratt, too, to be more of a playmaker than Jackson Dart. Um, they had some guys put up some, some bad – some big-time numbers, but they haven't been challenged this year. They ran it up on a bad opponent where Tulane played a really good defense against South Alabama and and I mean, didn't flinch whatsoever. So give me Tulane. Home dogs. Who? Yeah, that I mean, that could be the most entertaining game of the week. I mean, that could turn into a track meet uh, there mm-hmm. in New Orleans. So that is going to be fun. It's a midday, 
uh, get, give it your second screen, maybe uh, next to Kentucky, Eastern Kentucky. Uh, my first pick, Nick, uh, going to El Asico. Iowa State hosting Iowa. I am going to lay the field going a hook here with the Hawkeyes. To put it bluntly, I just think they're better on offense and on defense. I think Iowa has the better quarterback. Iowa State, if you remember, Hunter Decker's their quarterback is gambling suspension, essentially. Um, and some couple other players there. I, I, it's a short number. Iowa's 9-4 and four against the spread as an away favorite in their last 13 occurrences. I think the total is 36 and a half. I just like oh. Iowa here. It's a short number. I think they're going to cover this. So give me the Hawkeyes on the road. And they're in chase mode. They're, they're a point behind on Brian Ferentz's race to yeah, 325 after only scoring 24 last week. So um, they got to catch up here. So And we didn't get a defensive score. Iowa's probably do one. And their kicking game is awesome. Uh, so hmm. I think Iowa's better in all three phases. So give me the Hawkeyes here laying three and a half. The sicko play of the week is Cyhawk under 36 points. If you're a real yeah. sicko, you're, you're, you're chasing that under because it's the under Absolutely. of all um, <laughs> unders in, as you said, the El Asico, where uh, President Trump, he's going to be there. He only likes he low-scoring games. He does Army-Navy, and he does the Cyhawk. <laughs> so um, let's go to my second selection. Uh, this is kind of a – feel bad doing it, but we're – we're fading Virginia. They're not very good. They're playing James Madison, an interstate matchup. Uh, the Dukes, they're going to be – I mean, they were the FCS team for a while in the state. They get a chance to go on the road to beat the state school, a pretentious one at that. And look at – I did the, the math. SP Plus has this as a 13-point spread for James Madison, and the line's only minus six. Like that's a that's a touchdown difference according to the power ranking. So yeah, give me JMU all day. The Dukes minus six in Charlottesville. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, to me, it's how bad it's Virginia. We'll find out on Saturday. Yeah. I think yeah, they're pretty bad. Yeah. We're going to find out on Saturday. JMU's got a pretty Getty. good running back, too. Uh, yeah, and that's a winning program. They mm-hmm. won games last year in their first year over from the FCS. My second pick, Nick, I mean, this is an old reliable to me. This is a luck it principle here. Oh, love it. Eastern Michigan, plus, Eastern Michigan plus 20 and a half on the road traveling to Minnesota. Chris Creighton's Eastern Michigan Eagles are 24 and 6 against the spread as an away dog since 24 or since 2016. 24 wins, 24 covers, 6 non-covers. Ooh. That is a hell wow. of a return on investment. And you're getting them against a Minnesota offense. Are we sure they can score 21 points in a football I mean, game? I don't I don't think so. Uh, that quarterback looked rough. I mean, the one So kid- if Eastern Jackson is great, but yeah, Daniel yeah. Jackson, he was amazing. But like, he's their only athlete, dynamic athlete out there. Mm-hmm. And then you add in PJ Fleck is one three and one against the spread against a group of five opponents since 2019. If Eastern Michigan can get the ten points, you're you're strolling to the window, I think. Um, 
so give me EMU fighting emus in the house plus 20 and a half. My last play is um, I, I, I'm kind of going into the stink. I don't want to get too overhyped one way or the other, but Texas State runs that up-tempo offense from Incarnate Word. I can't say the coach's name, but we're going over for Texas State versus UTSA. UTSA had 417 yards last week and only 14 points because they yeah. threw three picks. Um they're going to, they run fast tempo. So does uh, Texas State. Like, this is going to be a game with, I mean, they could, it could be 20 plus possessions. I mean, I, I would not be surprised. I mean, they are going to get up and down. So the scoring opportunities are going to be there. I, if this game isn't played in the 30s, I would be shocked. And, I mean, Baylor played 31 with two quarterbacks. They, could, they can't figure out their offense. Uh, I think UTSA just had an early bump in the road. It was their first game without Will Stein calling plays. I think they're going to direct course with that quarterback that returned for the Roadrunners after last year. So give me the odor over in this battle of directional schools from the state of Texas. Yeah, fun storyline there, the two head coaches. G.J. Kinney played quarterback for Jeff Trailer at Gilmer High School in Texas. So they wow. are connected. That's crazy. <laughs> so that's going to be uh, – that'll be a fun game for both both parties. There. And, yeah, I think tra- that screams track meet. No doubt about it. Third pick for me, Nick, I'm going to Waco, Texas here. Um, and this, this is just going to smell. Oh, it smells this is so – Oh, it's so the stinkiness. Bad. It smells like the most foul cheese you've ever smelt in your entire life. It's like that Delta flight that got turned around. This line stinks. Instead of going away from the smell, I'm going to the smell. Give me Baylor. Oh, wow. Getting a touchdown and a hook there at McLean Stadium. Just going to walk through this here. Um, first things first, uh, Baylor disappointing performance, I think. Last week, obviously, against Texas State, you lose. But they rolled up over, I think, over 500 yards of offense. They threw the ball all over the field. Now, they did lose starting quarterback Blake Shapin. But Sawyer Robertson comes in from Mississippi State transfer. Played well in limited time there last week against Texas State. I think he's a quality backup quarterback. And I think Baylor defensively was caught surprised kind of by this Art Browse version offense. G.J. Kenny was running in a more pro-style team that I think they're going to be better suited against. You're getting them in a great bounce-back spot. Last week was a look-ahead spot for Baylor. Now they're in a bounce-back spot. Line's inflated here because of what happened last week. And Utah here, Nick. Utah, 3-8 and eight against the spread in their last 11 as a away favorite. In the last two years, they have lost as an away favorite outright to Florida, San Diego State, and BYU. September away games, they do not perform well. So this is a time to fade them. They're Cam Rising's on track, but they're not saying if he's going to play or not. Mm-hmm. If he is or if he doesn't, I still like Baylor here. Plus 7.5, this is a big spot for them after what happened last week. I think they give an A effort here. I think Utah can win the game, but I think Baylor's – not only do they have a chance, really good chance to cover, I think they got a chance to pull out the outright upset. So I'm not overreacting here on the Bears. I still like them. Plus 7.5, give it to me. I also think there's something to the – um, like that Utah dominated that game, but they didn't really score a ton, and that's that was Baylor's problem. If you look you know? at if you look at the box score, the box score was not pretty for Utah in that game. They just got out to an early lead, and Florida could not finish drives. 
Yeah, and they yeah. got very conservative on offense. What does that look like without rising? And even if rising plays, just how healthy is he? A big part of his game was yeah. is moving around. Mobility. Uh, and if he's how, what kind of how, what's his mobility level going to be on this on short rest off an ACL? Uh, and I like ba- Baylor. I mean, their backs are against the wall here. I, I really like this spot for them. I'm, I think Sawyer Robinson can play a little bit. And I think they got a chance to catch Utah by surprise. Utah coming mm. over. This is going to be a conference game next year. Um, I guess it's not cross country because Texas isn't cross country, but it's still some travel they got to do to get there. Uh, so give me the Bears here. I, li- I like Baylor yeah. here in an early kickoff too, 11 a.m. local. Steering into the stink. Those are six picks for the weekend. Let's talk about Kentucky versus EKU. Um, 31 and a half is the line that's out there. Kentucky, Mark Stoops, uh, look at crunch the numbers. He's 4-5 and five against FC opponent, FCS opponents. And against Eastern Kentucky, he's trailed twice in the fourth quarter. Or, no, once was the third quarter. So twice in the second half in these games. And they've needed late scores. You've got a lot of vibes going EKU's way. There's a lot of kids from Kentucky on this team, a lot of coaches. Um, and then also they're going to be playing with a little bit more something-something um, as Roy Kidd is on hospice care. So, with all that being said, though, Luckett, this defense is really bad, and I think this offense is very motivated to get right. Whereas, last week, I think there was a lot of pressure to go out and score a ton of points. I think they're just a little pissed off and because they know they're better. They know they're a lot better. And after watching 60, Cincinnati run up 66 on the Colonels, I, I do think Kentucky's going to go out there and hang a 50-burger on EKU. I went ahead and took that number, even though Mark Stoops isn't going to be one to, to he'll call off the dogs early. Uh, my my biggest fear is is uh, a late backdoor cover by the Colonels. Yeah, what was the total? What was the line last week with Cincinnati? Nick, do you remember Cincinnati EKU? Twenty four, twenty four, and I think the total was in the late high fifties. Yeah, this spread just seems a little short to me the limitations EKU has on defense. But I could be wrong in reading that. Seems a little short to me. I think you're right. I think it's going to be a situation where Kentucky has a lead and then can EKU backdoor it uh, late because Stoops is probably going to call off the dogs. Uh, but but you're right. The offense, you want to see bounce back for Kentucky. But uh, one and a half, I don't know. It just seems a little short to me. I thought the, the spread would be more than that. And so I, it, it may very well be in that – that backdoor territory when it's all said and done. But you do want to see the offense um, play better. Um, this is They haven't played well the last two times with their Stoops against EKU. It's a different EKU team. I think Kentucky's in a different stage in their program yeah, than they yeah, were in definitely. 2015 and 2017. So we'll see. is going to be motivated too, I think, because they had an embarrassing performance last week. So they, it's a bounce-back spot for them. Um, should be a fun, at, or fun crowd there at Kroger Field, fun tailgate day. Great, beautiful, beautiful weather. weather. Yeah. So I think so. you're right. I think you'll see Kentucky build a lead early, and then it. what can EKU do in the fourth quarter? But it's going to be a good test for Kentucky's pass defense, I think, because EKU is going to throw the ball around the yard with Parker McKinney. Yeah, just not sure how um, battle-tested some of those weapons are for Parker McKinney, a talented quarterback. But we're going to be excited to be back at Kroger Field. Kickoff's 3 p.m. Eastern time. Going over to the stadium. It's Heroes Day. If you're first responder, you can get discounted tickets. There's a link at KentuckySportsRadio.com if you need to find one. Um, because it is a computer game. ESPN+, Plus, SEC Network+, Plus, 
3 p.m. Um, but should be a lot of fun. Cats back in action. We'll get to watch the early window close down in the press box. Look it. Can't wait. It was not the most profitable first weekend, but look it. You got to keep firing. Uh, you, you, there's Long there's no way to win your money back if you quit playing the game. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's how you that's how you make that's how you get rid of debt. <laughs> <laughs> you got to spend money to make money, baby. Uh, this has yeah. been a lot of fun uh, on the Pigskin Preview. Join us again next week. We'll be back here for a lot more right here on the KSR YouTube channel. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050-4247. Support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.